Oh my god, Pauline. Um, we joined TikTok. What? I we like... we'd never have to join TikTok. I don't want to join TikTok. No, but good news. Talk good news. What? We've done it so we can taunt Gordon Ramsay. I don't understand it. Well, Gordon yes. Ramsay's big on TikTok. We got a video about Is TikTok. He? TikTok. Yeah, he's big on TikTok. And we've got a video oh. about him where he gets pushed out of a door and there's a salad spinner. And I just thought oh, yeah. maybe yeah. respond to that. And so I popped it on TikTok. It might be the only thing that goes on there. But if it, if it isn't, just in case it isn't, do follow us. Early Doors Podcast is what we're on yes. there as. Yeah. On Tickety Talk. Tickety Talk. Like the youth. <laughs> like the young people. <laughs> if my kids find it, I'm, I'm in trouble. Okay, well that's good. We're we're a little bit worried that we've started to have powers, powers, powers. Because the last two episodes we've mentioned cabinet ministers, and then their lives have fallen apart. So <laughs> not surprised. We've got a third cabinet member mentioned in this episode, and I've got my fingers crossed. Quite honestly. <laughs> I don't need it to be, you know, personal problems. I'm not looking to spoil marriages and things. Just, just great personal, you know, pain, injury. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, well, physical well. if necessary, <laughs> or better still, losing, losing their job. Just no. that's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Well, um, a big shout out to our listener Fiona, who found Hi, out Fiona. about. Hello. She found out about our podcast at her bottom strengthening classes, and uh, she did say, if it is a curse, uh, could we please do? Gavin Williamson for her. <laughs> Good call, Fiona. And also shout out to, to whoever it was in your bottom strengthening class who who told you about us. And please, Fiona, tell somebody else. Maybe in your ear strengthening class, in your hip yeah, strengthening class, class, whatever. It ruins your whole body, I imagine. Um, so it's probably time that we tell people what to, what's coming up next. It's an amazingly funny episode with Catherine Mather. And she's fantastic. It's so she's funny. so fantastic. It's got haunted it's vaginas. Got it's got some properly strong language. There's an actual sea bomb in there. Um, is it, so just is it chuff? It's um, Colin. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Ew! The rudest word. In the whole wide world. <laughs> and also, oh, wow. I Pauline, I don't know if you remember, but um, Lambert Butler tells me that. He's pulled this one off the shelf from early in our recording career, and it doesn't have the bit early with the doors. <laughs> uh, oh, we... that was right. When we very first started, we didn't walk through the doors yes. at the end. You and at me. Should we walk through yeah. them now? Yes. Okay. So I'm off through <laughs> this door to the early '90s to try and seduce David Baddiel, and because I want some of them sweet, sweet footballs coming home royalties. Very good. And I'm off through this door to 1947 to find little David Bowie the baby and whisper into his infant ear, you will fall in love with Pauline Eyre. You will fall in love with Pauline Eyre. It's the same old crap, really, you know, just on TikTok. Hello, I'm Pauline Eyre. And I'm Louise Lee. This is Airly Doors, and we are... Opening doors to other dimensions. So sexy. Here's how it works. We feed information about our guest into the special dimension generating machine. It's called the Dimension Matrix, or Dominatrix for short, which creates a whole bunch of portals, or doors, into other dimensions. And then we let our guest peer through the doors into alternative realities. Will they be living out their wildest dreams, trapped in their childhood nightmares? Or some weird bastard mixture of the two. But Louise, who is our lucky guest today? It's Rochdale's fourth finest export, a woman who's got away with wood, a podcast host, YouTuber, comedian, photographer and ex-pro gamer. It's Catherine Mather. Yay! Hello. Hello. Welcome, Catherine. What, what, a, what an intro. I love it. It's Can you good, come to it? all of my gigs? <laughs> if you could be my hype man. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, sure. I just realised as I was, as it was pouring out of my mouth, that I hadn't checked that you were mother and not. Yeah, Mather. you got it right. No, no yeah. I hate mother. Yeah, <laughs> actually, because I'm a southerner, I'd say Marva, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just channeled. 
you know, straight Catherine, to the point. Catherine, you have to tell Louise, you have to tell Louise about your TARDIS. My TARDIS, I built a TARDIS because I could. What? Um, it, it was a half-size TARDIS uh, because a full-size one is big and expensive. Um, it Much was just bigger the on the inside year. as well. Well, quite. I built it with that in mind. What? I built it knowing that I was going to have to take it home on the tube. So I made it so that you could take it to pieces. I managed to get it home on the tube. Fantastic. Uh, on the tube. Yeah. I think the weirdest thing I've carted across country was a metal, not cross country, just sort of by hand. Yeah. Was a, a Victorian metal trunk that was, you know, was just small enough for me to carry. But as it turns out, not small enough for me to carry very far. Uh, and I carried it all all the way across the meadows when I lived in Edinburgh. <laughs> I still have it. Uh, My dog is being such yeah. a dick in the background. Can you hear him? He is making a lot of noise. He's destroying something. I mean, thank goodness it's not like a podcast recording or something. <sighs> well, yeah, it's only audio. <laughs> no one will mind. <laughs> Did you have to keep putting the thing down and, and sitting down and then coming back to it? Because that's the most embarrassing thing. And is it? I once tried to get um, a punch bag. I was like, it can't be that heavy. Oh, and so I, heavy. I, it's so heavy. A man took pity on me and carried it <laughs> to work for me. And then I had to be like, Dad, can you can you take me? Come and get me. Okay. Uh, I am a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> but the first time we did a funny women time of the month gig in Bristol. Um, we will move on to the game in a minute, but uh, <laughs> we had this amazing, empowering gig. <clears throat> and then I was giving a Susie Bennett a lift back to my house and I switched the engine on and it was dead. And we had to flag down the various passing men to try and get it. And in the end, the person who fixed it was the drunkest man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Oh. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so before we start playing, we've got our dominatrix all ready. She's got most of the information. We just need one more thing to put inside. So, Catherine, can you tell us about your worst ever boss? My worst ever boss? Um, I don't know if, I hope he's not listening. He won't be listening. <laughs> he's not that interested in me at all. But he is, uh, he, I used to work, this job was so bad that it contributed to me moving to the other end of the country. I'm not saying it. So, because he would just like, I worked, I was um, a manager at a children's play centre. So what I'd done was uh, there was a, a job going for a catering assistant, which was about 20 hours a week. Uh, so I turned up for the interview and they're like, so you're here for the 40 hours a week entertainment and marketing manager role. And I just went, yeah um, <laughs> I was like fuck it why not let's see what happens and what happened was I got a job that I was severely unqualified for uh and I hated every second of it um uh, and it, it was just horrendous you know when you're like I think Sarah Millican said this and I was like hard relate you know when you just walk into work every day and you're like I just I want to get hit by a car not to die but just to be injured enough that I can't go to work. But like every day it was appalling. Like he liked to feel important and this like soft play centre was his <laughs> empire. And, and he'd just turn up and treat a lot of teenagers like shit <laughs> and leave. And I was like, is that is that like you being a big man or something? Like yeah. I had to go on top of, because it was in a warehouse and our our fuel delivery for the heating, because it was still done in diesel. Like it was this massive tank on the roof of this warehouse that I had to climb on top of in a blizzard to dipstick. And you're like, I'm getting <laughs> £6.50 an hour for this. <laughs> it's Amazing. And his wife basically had a sweatshop in the red light district of the town. Uh, that she'd just like ask kids to come and work at for three pound an hour um this guy yeah, sounds like a puppet and so does yeah. she we are <laughs> going to put this uh play center boss man into the dominatrix um mm. and and start the game so let's pop him in the machine come on machine off you go isn't that 
A salad spinner. <laughs> there we are. I like that the dominatrix is a woman, but very much with a manly voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's some people's fetish. Now, before we go, we look through the first door. Here's the good news. We're going to use the power of the dominatrix to allow you to actually walk through one of the doors and live the life you see on the other side. But there's also bad news, and oh that is God. that you have to make that decision before you know what all the options are. So if you see something you like along the way, it's choose it or lose it. Okay. All of the dominatrix yeah. knows a lot about your personal history, Catherine. You might find there's stuff you recognize in there. Um, but uh, who knows? Some of it will be good and some of it may be bad. So you have to decide as you go along. That makes sense. Are you clear? Yeah, I think so. Let's what do are you it. hoping Show to find doors. in there? What are you hoping <laughs> to find in there? What would be your happiness? Oh, oh. That, that happiness would be lovely. Yeah, no hope. No hope, babe. Okay. <laughs> Off you go then, Pauline. Off you go then. No, Pauline. Shall we, uh, shall we just end it here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see. Door number one. Okay. Okay, here's your first scenario. There are eight of them all in all. Now, you step into your very own mini TARDIS and guess what? It's bigger on the inside. Huge, in fact. And it will work just once. Catherine, you can travel through time and space, but you have to travel with this one person and go wherever they want to go. The person is... The person oh is... Anne Kirkbride. It's Deirdre Bye. Oh, she's quite a great. good one to start. Yeah. Oh, tempting. I, like, I liked Deidre, Deidre Rashid. Um, yeah. So do I pick, if I pick this one, so, is, is the podcast you, done? Yeah. No, we'd, st we'd still go through with the other seven and okay. you'd find out what right. you would have won. So oh, this I really see. is random. We've got all the names and whoever the machine spits out is who you get. You lucked out in the first one. Is it good enough? It is a solid. It's a pretty bloody solid, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it's, it's a good only, one. It is good, but you have to go where Anne wants to go. And where, I mean, she, where do you... Yeah. Where, I think she, she would play it safe, you see. I don't think, I think it would be like local, you know. I think she'd stay local with it. Just uh, around the factory. <laughs> yeah. You know, like just basically using it as like a... Just a portal machine, like a taxi. Um, and, and I mean, you know, if, if you've got all the time and space, let, let's do it. Uh, so I think I'm. Uh, it's it's very tempting, I'll be honest. Oh. But I, I think I'm gonna gonna see what's burning the other doors. Okay, let's have a look. She's at the gonna next pass. One. Fantastic. Door number two. Okay. Catherine, you're wandering the streets of London during lockdown. It's a beautiful spring day like today, and you're taking some brilliant photos, just as you're lining up the perfect shot where two great crested grebes are going at it on the Winston Churchill statue. Some prick walks in front of your camera, and you shout, Oi, do you mind? at them, and you are absolutely ready for a fight. They turn round, and they're also ready for a fight. You square off with. Oh, it's Louis Theroux. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I'd last. I think I would go down. Oh, he's lanky though. Immediately. <laughs> he is, but he'd just start filming it, wouldn't he, the bastard? And then <laughs> and be like, oh, oh, look at her. <laughs> Look how yes. sad she is because her face got kicked in. I'd be like, help me, Louie. would be like, I'm just here to observe. <laughs> You're not so taking we... the moral high ground. <laughs> so are you going to choose it or are you going to lose it? But you, you mean you'd like to meet him, wouldn't you? He'd be fat. Yeah, but I don't think I want to choose 
getting battered while Louis Theroux watches. <laughs> I'd rather go on holiday with, with Anne Kirkbride. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let, let's have a look. Let's okay. have a look at the next one. Door number three. Catherine, this is a perfect one for you. Uh, you have been mentioned in someone's will. They've left you a substantial amount of money on the condition that you live with their taxidermied body in your bedroom. How do you feel about taxidermy? Oh, I like a bit of taxidermy. I, I did a course in taxidermy. <laughs> I, um, I did a I taxidermied a mouse um, because I could. Um, and then, and then I, uh, I, sorry, go ahead. Where did you source your mouse? Where did the mouse, oh, did you just catch one? Or? It, it was dead when we were given it. Um, right. we did, that wasn't like step one, kill the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although, and then you move uh, you on know, to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have been, fuck it, you know, give it a go. Uh, but no, I, I just, uh, it, it was like, um, snake food mouse yeah. um and and then you have to like cut it open and it, it stinks it smells so bad um and then i yeah i stuffed it uh, i put a little top hat on him give him a little suitcase it was very cute um <laughs> and then i was like well because the course is in manchester and i lived like out of manchester and i was like well, i'm gonna look like an idiot on the bus holding just this this taxidermied mouse in a top hat with a suitcase <laughs> so I, I found like a little pick and mix cup and I was like I'll put it in there and then I can just hold the top of it no one will see what's inside clever stopped off to pick up a little bit of weed on the way home uh, and my dealer put her hand in because she thought that it was uh, pick and mix. <laughs> uh, she called. She called me immoral. <laughs> she said she said that I was immoral, and I was like, I, "People in glass houses <laughs> yeah. uh, don't fondle dead mice." <laughs> also, babe, it never happened. You were just stoned. You could say. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it was a sugar mouse. Yes. So how how would you feel then about living with a human body taxidermied in your bedroom? Would that be cool? I think that's, I think that's a bit weird. Oh, <laughs> do you? Yeah. That's strange. <laughs> I think it'd be all right because you could, if you they were in the right pose, you could have them like this, and you could hang stuff on. You know, you could. Yeah. This is a podcast. This is a podcast, Louise. It is audio. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm I'm holding my fingers out like useful coat hooks. Like and you know, shooting yeah. someone. Like I'm shooting someone. But but all right, I'm now curving them so that they're more like I look like I'm yeah. feeding an imaginary pony. <laughs> and then being a horse. Yeah. You um, also look like you're possibly giving us the finger. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think there could be some use for a for a, a taxidermid human yeah. object. If it's the right person. But who is it? Yeah. So this person yeah. who has mentioned you in their will, left you a substantial amount of money on condition that you live with their taxidermied body is... Oh, it's Marcus Rashford. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's a shame that he died. Isn't he was, it? He's a lot younger than I am and yeah. a, a nice person from, from the sounds of it. Um, <laughs> Except the whole taxidermy thing, that's weird. Yeah, it feels a bit disrespectful to have his body on display in my house you know, all the time. At least it's a beautiful body. It is. It's just it is. You're not. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'd admire it. I'd, be, I'd prefer it if he were warm. You know. Yeah. Hey, but, listen. At oh. my age, you'll take the cold. Especially with fingers. Stop it, Louise! Sorry. I'm so sorry. Did you ever? Did you ever watch Paris is Burning? And there was that the, the trans lady, and she had uh, she did she had a dead person, like an ex, just a dead person. When she, when she died, they were like, "Let's clear out her, her house," as you do when someone dies. And they just found a, a dead body in a suitcase that she'd had, just 
oh my you God. know just she got away with it got away with murder yes she did <laughs> yeah uh it kind of reminds me of that uh but but this is consensual and taxidermy. <laughs> so this, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I don't have to kill Marcus Rashford. You don't have to kill. He's already died. He's already died. And okay. and you've got a substantial amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. I could just put it in a cupboard, couldn't I? Yeah. You could have a cupboard with your substantial amount of money. You could pay for it to be put in a cupboard. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have to try and manoeuvre his. I imagine because I imagine it would be heavy. Yeah. Try and get that into a wardrobe on my own. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Marcus. Worse than a punch bag. <laughs> I love yeah, the idea that dad. I love this. That Catherine is finding reasons to say no, and Louise is trying to sell the idea to you. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be rich, babe. Yeah. I would. I could hire someone, oh, and they'd be like, the show. "Isn't this national treasure, Marcus Rashford?" And I'd be like, "Shut up." <laughs> And get him on top of that wardrobe. <laughs> How did you get all this money, Catherine? Shut up. Um, oh, my goodness. I just think, you know, it might be... I just think you should seriously consider it. I it looks on the club, but it's a but it's but it is a substantial amount of money. Yeah, and it'd be... It'd get people around your house, wouldn't it? You You'd, You'd yeah. get a fantastic Edinburgh show out of it. Yeah, it'd be which, like Lenin. Yeah, which yes. you'd be able to have at the poshest of venues with the biggest of posters and oh, all the right people come to see it. I need to Rashford on your poster so people be like, oh, it's Marcus Rashford. What's this all oh, about? he'll be there. And oh, he'll be there. Free marketing. <laughs> oh, my God. And he'll be there yeah. on stage with you. It's beautiful. Yeah, and then people would be like, actually, I wish, I wish he wasn't. I, I wish. <laughs> we preferred him when he was saving children's lives. Yeah. And I not mean, we all a do. Prop. <laughs> <laughs> but this is his wish. A prop in a shit comedy show. <laughs> what a shame he's football and not rugby, because there could have been a lovely prop joke there. But oh. never mind. Never mind. Oh. Um, steer clear, I say. Do, yeah, I mean, I, I just think, I just think that, where are we? Number number three. We're only on number three, but there could be worse. You know, there could be. I just think here's, here's your moment, Catherine. Are you going to choose it or lose it? Well, it could be worse is always my motto to live by. But I just don't like the idea of having a dead man in my house. So <laughs> can I have a have a look at the next one? Yeah, go on then. Door number four. So, Catherine, you're working in a catering tent at a race course. It's hot. One of your colleagues tells you there's someone on table four being a knob. So, when their dish comes to the pass, you wring out your sweaty clothes onto it. When you go out to the restaurant, the person tucking in to your stinky sweat gravy is... And at that moment, Louise disappeared from the podcast. I'm sure she's coming Very back. Very tense. <laughs> yeah. It's just she's a little so... tension. <laughs> if she's dead, we'll taxidermy her. It'll be fine. She can appear in all yeah. the other shows. Will she leave us a massive amount of money? <laughs> that would be good. With, with which to taxidermy her. <laughs> Come on. Oh, there she is. There oh, she is. Hello. What happened there? I tell you what happened. One of my children is a knob. Oh my god! Why do I share my house with humans and dogs? Uh, <laughs> so we... you're, you're you're squeezing your sweat gravy onto yes. the plate. It's Dicka, pretty Dicka, Patel. Dicka. It's oh. pretty Patel. Ah. Oh, now that's tempting. Mm. That is, it is. tempting. <laughs> with her beautiful eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can pluck it. You could pluck so, a few of your eyebrows into her food as well. Yeah. The thing However, is, you are you are working in a catering tent at a race course again, so yeah, it was the first time I did it. Um, yeah. And I think I'd be a fool to accept this one of uh, uh, traveling in a TARDIS with 
and Kirkbride. Um, but, but we're um, halfway through now. I am. And, and you've and lost Anne Kirkbride. She's gone have, forever. It's done. It's done. Um, but but I have also been in a position to do horrible things to horrible people's food on a number of occasions, uh, which I, I mean, I want. <laughs> I was a professional. <laughs> and <laughs> That's very disappointing. Uh, and was, uh, well, I never, I never tainted food, but when people were bastards, I might have withheld food or, you know, just been given poor service. <laughs> and, and you know what? What's what's worse um, than than being a dignitary um, and not not getting fed at a meal? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, I I just any scenario where I have to be back waitressing again. <laughs> Yeah. Is, is a no from me and Fine. i'll just find out where pretty lives uh and just i don't know post a shit through a door or something <laughs> i think it's probably a matter of public middle. record where she lives is it oh cool i'll yeah. google it when we're done yeah google it when we're done. <laughs> and they'll be like catherine we heard we heard you yeah. say that you would and i'll be like I, it was never <laughs> that was not me <laughs> You've got shit Normie. on your hands. <laughs> How dare you? I've I was taxidermying something. <laughs> yeah, I'm far too busy on my Marcus Rashford. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's peer through door number five. 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 Door number five. Okay. Oh. Catherine, tell me about Tetris. Tetris. Mm. Uh, I, I I used to play it professionally. Um, oh my god! What does that not, mean? <laughs> well, so what I would do, I was on the doll, and uh, the doll is not much money, as we all know. Uh, so I would supplement that income by um, going online uh, to different, you know. Uh, uh, tournaments that were happening and they'd be like if you join this tournament you have to stay and become a member of this community forum and I'd be like of course I will uh, and what I would do is win the money because it was all I did with my days so I was very good at Tetris I used to dream about it <laughs> I was so I can't express how good, I mean I'm not now it's it's like right you know you have to keep doing it to be good it's like do. speaking another language but um you know you forget it if you don't but yeah i would i would cheat these people out of i wouldn't cheat them out of money i won the money and then they'd be like now are you gonna stay and and be a member a valued member of our community and i'd be like later suckers <laughs> uh, i had to stop playing tetris i had to stop yeah i got um rsi from the game boy i had oh. real yeah it was it's so addictive so i'm it really I'm is. impressed yeah, I okay. think I scored like at one and a half million. That was my high score. Amazing. Uh, and, and, and how much money you... did you make? Oh, I mean, not a lot. So, I mean, if the doll's like 50 quid a week, I was maybe making the same again, which is a lot in, you know, when when that you're on nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, now I, I earn more you know, gigging. I, I have a job now, <laughs> uh, so I don't need to. Uh, but at Amazing. the time, I was I was doubling my money. I, I, I like the idea of you being money bags. Sort of like um, Paul Newman in that film with the pool. <gasps> yes. You know, <laughs> what are they called? Um, uh, 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 a word. Oh, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put, we'll put it, it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. What the word is for a grifter? No, I can't remember. Oh, never mind. Move on. Uh, so, oh. <laughs> uh, so number five is you're trapped in a lift. Uh oh. Yeah. And Sounds even correct. more. And even more. Uh oh. The lift music is ten hours of the Tetris theme. But don't worry, yeah. you're not alone. Oh. You are with. Gordon Ramsay. 
I'd rather die. Get me out of there now. <laughs> Door number six. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Not a fan then, Catherine. No, no. Once I worked um, at a, a theatre and uh, there was this show, truly awful. You know, some people in the arts, not all of them, but some people get places because they're rich. Um, she was one of those people. Uh, horrible, horrible woman. Uh, and, and she was doing a show and um, and. Part of the show was like showing Gordon Ramsay straight up just abusing some poor bastard who worked in the kitchen, and everyone was laughing. And uh, Gordon Ramsay was sat like next next to me, like a person but one, yeah. and laughing. And I gave him the dirtiest look. I was like, "You're you're a piece of shit, and nobody likes you." And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, "What what a great guy!" I'm like, "He what what no no he Good just for isn't." You. Love it's it. Just a, it's just a Ooh. cunt. It's <laughs> a horrible cunt. When they when they did that series originally, they would he would be kind of like very very frank and yeah. a bit sweary. But ultimately, you could always feel that there was a kind of like a decency behind it, and then they just lent into the swearing, and then that became who he is. Yeah. You know, I like I get it. I've worked in kitchens. It's te it's hot. It's un you're under a lot of pressure. It's hard work. You know, you you're absolutely knackered. You've got like a hundred hungry people. No one's at their most reasonable when they're hot and hungry. You know, it's it's a it's a tough environment, and it is quite a testosterone filled environment. I get that, but he's a cunt. It doesn't <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, 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 don't sit on the fence, please. Catherine, tell us how you feel. <laughs> I don't like him. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think we should play the sting again. Yes. Sorry, I'll edit that out. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I'll leave it in there. Uh... Door number six. Okay. You are working behind the bar at... Wembley again. Sorry. Security announcement comes out. This is a code red. Would Catherine Mother please report to the royal box? All the cameras are turned on you, all on the big screens, there on bended knee with a beautiful diamond ring in hand, hell bent on proposing marriage. <gasps> is. I think if anybody proposed to me, uh, in front of two people, that would be too many. Uh, and even if if I loved them more than anything, that would be the end of our relationship. Oh. But please, go, go on. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got maybe like four people that I would want to come to my wedding. I just, I'm not one for big. Just pray for a lockdown. I, if it ever happens, pray for a lockdown. <laughs> Honestly, that is what I've been saying this whole time. I was like, please, let me just find someone to marry because it's the perfect <laughs> excuse to just have no one come to my wedding. Like my <laughs> mum, my dad and my sister. You know, that, that'll do me. Whatever. I don't care. Let's go to the pub <laughs> afterwards. If, if it's after lockdown, you could make it a, a retro wedding. I'm going to do the 2020 <gasps> wedding. Yeah, I had such a good time in lockdown. Uh, <laughs> to wanna... remind us all of that. <laughs> but, but I also think you could be like locked like oh somebody was saying to me today you know maybe it's going to remind us all about what's important blah 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 and you could be like yeah you know watching everybody put off their wedding because they couldn't have 100 people at it made you go just get married and yeah. that's how if, when you even if you had quite a reasonably big wedding and immediately after it you go oh we could have just done that yeah. Just, you know, you just immediately, all of the sort of party stuff, just, you just go, oh, well, we actually yeah. didn't matter. Anyway. And you know what? I could have done my own hair. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't need to talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> one of us, one of us between me and the hairdresser got really freaking nervous on the day of my wedding and <gasps> changed her mind and decided she couldn't do it. Wow. <gasps> so she ended up her. putting my hair up 
in what we in my family used to call coffee hair, or is now known as Auntie Pauline hair, just putting my hair up, just half of my hair in a ponytail above my head that I used to wear my hair like every freaking day. And that was my wedding hairdo because she freaked out. Yeah. What? She lost what her nerve. She freaks out on a wedding day. I know. My mum's. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> Bless it. Oh my god. Anyway, anyway. Who's proposing? Who's proposing? Who is yeah, proposing? Yeah, sorry, go on. I'll let you I'm it. just gonna say this is number six. Yeah. I'm you're <laughs> running out of options. I am. I should At have the moment, you're staying in your current dimension, and that I guess is fine. We haven't yet nice, had anybody. Rubbish. Yeah, we haven't I had hate... anybody turn them all down. No. I hate sit here. Plot, Please plot give me. Twist. All right, Please give so me a good job. proposing, offering a chance stay. to escape all this. Oh, it's your play centre boss man. No. No. <laughs> Again, I would throw myself from the highest terrace <laughs> and aim for the spikiest section. <laughs> I like the idea that... that in this dimension, I'm wondering, have you given Place Center Boss Man any, any idea that you might be interested? Are you, like, in this dimension, are you actually doing it with him? Or is he just a madman? In this dimension and all dimensions, he's a madman. Brilliant. Okay. But, um, <laughs> okay. I've, I've threatened to kill myself a lot in this podcast, and for that, I'm sorry. <laughs> but also... <laughs> Stop putting me in in scenarios with awful men. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, I was about to say, is, is Catherine really negative? Or are we just giving her some really tough choices? And I have to we say... We bastards. It's, it's us. It's very much us. Absolute <laughs> bastards. Let's see the absolute clusterfuckery of this one. Oh. <laughs> Door number seven. Fingers uh, Pauline, I'm just going to say... This better be something positive. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Here we go. Here we go. I'm opening it Me up. Too. It is. Okay, Catherine. Behind this door is a world basically made of lasagna. There's lasagna on trees, lasagna growing out of the ground. You can hack off a bit of lasagna anytime you like. The only other person there in this world. How do you feel about lasagna, by the way? Love it. There we go. So the only other person yeah, in this world is... Well. I can't bear the tension. It's Taylor Swift. Yeah, I love Taylor Swift. So do I. I want to be her best friend. And in a world I... made of lasagna? Yeah. It made me really sad that the white supremacists were like, Taylor's our gal. Come on. No. No, she's sweet and lovely. How dare you? She dances like no one's watching. She, yes. All right, got a bit poppy, but, you know, we all have, haven't we? <laughs> and she's pulled yeah. it back. She's pulled it back. She's not poppy now. Exactly. Yeah, she's I love fun. her so much. I uh, I used to be into, like, Slipknot and stuff. As, uh, as a surprise to no one, look at <laughs> me. Um, but I used to be very much into my metal uh, as a teenager. And then my sister... Uh, wasn't and she uh she because she's quite a bit younger than me and uh she uh they got she wanted to go and watch taylor swift and obviously she was very young so my parents were like we ain't going <laughs> catherine take your sister to see taylor swift and i was like oh yeah uh, don't worry and i went <laughs> oh my god it was the most amazing experience of my life <laughs> i had a wonderful time she did a thing it was at the man arena she did a thing where she came to the back of the thing, you know, so that everyone could be near her. Oh, and we just oh. ran. <laughs> and we were like, ah, Taylor. Um, and, yeah, I forgot myself. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we shagged in uh, Manchester, Manchester Victoria tra train station toilets. Um, <laughs> this was pre-bomb. So, you know, it was a lot. You know, security was more lax. Yeah. You could just fish Taylor Swift off the stage and into the box. Exactly. Oh my God. Uh, it was in the Love Story days, uh, that album. Um, my one worry with this world uh, is that, I mean, lasagna is, it, it's two colours and neither of them are very nice colours. Um, 
You could you've had some peas. You could have some peas with it. It does would yeah. that help? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It adds to the palette. It does. Uh, it just looks like skin and blood, doesn't it? You know, if everything was made of lasagna. Or lava. Oh. <laughs> She's so, yeah. so much better. <laughs> yeah. Well it's less uh gross. Cool. Gross, yeah. And, and also, like... actually, you've got variations in lasagna. Um, mm -hmm. You've got veggie lasagna. Yeah. You've got your standard ragu lasagna. You've got, um, well, we chicken make and a mushroom? Chicken, chicken and, and mushroom, mushroom lasagna. And the, then the ver vegetarian pie. equivalent of that. <laughs> we make a nice one with peri-peri chicken in it because my husband's got a tomato allergy. So there's so many. You know, I thought you were going to say we do peri peri chicken because my husband is a vegetarian, <laughs> <laughs> and we do it yeah. to piss him off. We only eat things with beaks. <laughs> they can't feel. No. <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> this is your seventh scenario out of eight. And I'm Are you it. going to? You having it? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go with a world made of lasagna and sharing it with Taylor Swift. Fantastic. Take me to lasagna world. Oh, I think this is a good idea. I think this yes. is a very wise and brave decision. Yes. And what's so wonderful about this podcast is because um, uh, it's incredibly successful, or at least it will be by the time this goes out, because it mm -hmm. won't be the first one, it's, is, is that it's, we have so much money now that we are going to arrange for this. We're going to pay Taylor Swift. We're going to get you, you know, a whole world we of lasagna to live in. You won't have to pay. Listen, you've got to stop telling people, Pauline, that you're going to pay celebrities to be friends with them because the point is in that dimension they just will be <laughs> no no it is it is realistic that you would have to pay someone to be my friend oh, <laughs> but um we'll and i'm fine flight. with it <laughs> we will pay both of your flights to lasagna world and yes. your covid passports and it will all yeah. be fine and we'll pop a fork <laughs> in each of your pockets oh <laughs> will it be a metal one or a plastic one well i think i Oh, no, it's lasagna, metal. Yeah, yeah. thank you, because I yeah. break plastic ones. Oh, <laughs> what are those wooden ones? Uh, no. Oh, no. Uh, when uh, you're uh, I don't like but that. Why so would you make something? Why would you make something like that? I hate it. I hate wooden spoons. Yeah, screw yeah, the I don't care about Yeah. Uh -huh. I use yeah. a moon cup. <laughs> I'll use a plastic fork, thank you very much. Tick, I'm already a hero. I, I was just thinking, what? I thought you were saying I don't use a wooden moon cup for some reason. It's like, <laughs> no! Can you imagine trying to get that up there? Oh, <laughs> oh well, wood, no, stop. I'm oh, thinking about my knitting Nancy now. Why am I thinking about my knitting Nancy? Do you have one of those? What's a knitting no. Nancy? Sort of wooden doll with pegs on its head and you did knitting and you did this you wove this no yes just me yes. you wove wool around the top and you pulled out and what you knitted with your knitting nancy was the sort of bit of string <laughs> that sounds great yeah it's a wow <laughs> do you know we didn't have the internet in the olden days Catherine. Oh, i wish <laughs> i had one of those oh so good you can make the string is 74 anyway. <laughs> We have one final scenario. You need to find out what you could have won had you stuck it out to the end. So, would you be interested in a swap, Catherine? For, would you like to take the risk of um, swapping <laughs> do a, your do a... life with Taylor Swift? Subtle hint here, Louise is making, is making cutthroat, <laughs> making cutthroat faces and shaking her head vigorously. Um, is it... Is this next option going to be like, we're going to lock you in a metal box full of spikes and all of the men that have hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, not entirely. Shall we listen? Door number eight. Okay. First of all, first of all, do you want to swap for this? We haven't given you the choice. Oh, yeah. Do you want um, to swap? I think, I think I'll stick with Lasagna World and my, my best pal, Taylor. The songs okay. you're right. Oh, you're so right because in this one it turns out that your vagina is haunted by a ghost that is begging you to get a labiaplasty every time you take off your pants. 
I mean, I've heard whoever wrote this girl before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whoever wrote this, Louise Lee, is a sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, somehow it's worked out perfectly because that ghost is 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 your your Rochdale ancestor, Gracie Fields. Ah, oh. yeah. So she's like Sally up your alley. <laughs> she used to live on billionaire was it billionaire millionaires raw didn't she um and i'm really glad that uh rochdale's two national treasures uh both ended up um in london as soon as we <laughs> had any means to leave get out yeah there's also lisa stansfield of course where does she live? yes Probably Millionaire's Row, probably London. Yeah, pro pro probably squatting in <laughs> Grace's old place. To be uh, honest, yeah. we, know she, we know she got out of, uh, of of Rochdale because she's been around the world. And I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, so and just... she's able to smile. <laughs> Still, and yet. <laughs> Um, so, Catherine, just to confirm, would you like to walk into? Oh, what, I mean, if it was if it was just that your vagina was haunted by Gracie Fields, and when you took your pants off, it spoke like Gracie Fields, would you be? How would you feel about that? I'd be up for that. Uh, it's nice to have company, isn't it? <laughs> you know, Especially when you take your pants off. Yeah, if lockdown has taught us anything, it's that you know the world can be quite a lonely place, and to have. Our Gracie, you know, just there, whenever you need her. Nestled. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite nice. <laughs> I hope we get along. Imagine if you didn't get along. I know. Oh, fuck off, Gracie. I'm just going to keep the pants on. But <laughs> Imagine if she approved or disapproved of your sex partner. Yeah. And you'd Definitely. be like, oh, I like this one. And she, you'd get your knickers off and you'd be like, not fucking him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'd be like, you know, like when you've got a, a pet and like, you know, I, I think he's the one and then the dog's like. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. My, uh, my ex-boyfriend had a dog that fucking hated me. Oh. It really didn't like me. And I was like, if I... Have I got cancer or am I evil? It really frightened me. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Is he angry at me because I'm ill? Or is he angry at me because I'm terrible? <laughs> or is it just a stupid dog? <laughs> um, Talking of which, if you can if you can hear a lot of panting, this is not Louise in heat. This is this is <laughs> Louise's dog. My, my dog came to visit me and and every time he does, he pulls my headphones out and then ah. and was going <laughs> a lot, which did, <laughs> did sound as though you were having a very nice time. Doing. I think it maybe it was my <laughs> own haunted vagina. <laughs> Who knows? Right, so you have turned. Have, have you, no, you haven't decided. Are you, are you going to swap Taylor and lasagna for for Gracie and labiaplasty? Hell no! <laughs> why, would, why would I do that? I can feel bad about myself without a haunted batch. <laughs> Thank you very much. Fantastic. I've been doing it for twenty eight years. <laughs> Here's to, to another twenty eight. <laughs> Yay! Oh my God! So this means, Catherine Mather, you have won the prize today of living in a world full of lasagna with Taylor Swift, and I think that is a fantastic choice. Yeah. You know what? It's it's what I hoped that Anne Cookbride would have travelled to if we'd have been yeah. on our trip, oh, and I oh hope that God, she finds beautiful. us one day. I mean, she is dead, but. Um, you know, I, I hope that she can find us in in lasagna heaven. Um, oh, that's you know, beautiful. it's a beautiful. I don't thing. want to be dead, I, but I'll I'll hang out with a dead person. In that dimension, they're not dead. Oh, yes. good, good. Or you can have Kirk Bride taxidermied. Or are we just going too far now? <laughs> That'd be a really <laughs> awkward trip, wouldn't it? <laughs> what? Anne, Anne, where do you want to go, Anne? She's dead, Catherine. Anne! <laughs> I was Anne thinking it, it'd be like, you know, when children take a slightly too large teddy everywhere they go. Yeah! <laughs> You'll be there with your 
Anne Kirk Bride step under your arm. <laughs> Anne Kirk Bride under one arm, Marcus Rashford under the other. The Northwest Finest. <laughs> you'd be very strong by the end of that. You could oh, put right. them on a sort of trolley like those dogs with the handles. Yeah. Dogs with handles? You know, like the pushy dogs that children <laughs> Oh, I know. I got you. Made of their tails. No. Do you know That's what? Cleaners. I am absolutely heartbroken to say that we have run out of time because I think <laughs> we can continue this fantasy all day. Um, that is all we've got time for, I'm afraid. You can follow us on all the socials at E-Y-R-E-L-E-I-G-H on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. And Catherine, where can our listener, Pauline's husband, find out more about you? <laughs> uh, I've got a website. Uh, I paid money for it and everything. It's catherinemather.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, Comedy, and I do some videos uh, with uh, a guy called Sean Patrick, and that's Pat and Mav or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't do any of the social media for it. It's Isn't furious. it two pints? two pints of Pat and Mav? Uh, two mins, but we two always mins. go over the, the two-minute mark because <laughs> uh, we've got a lot to say. Uh, why did we set such a low arbitrary time limit? I don't know. It was a year <laughs> ago. Uh, we've been doing it for a very long time. We did nearly 100 videos. Um, Amazing. It's, in, it's insane. Uh, I, do, I do a podcast. It's called Zero Hours, uh, and it's about bad jobs, of which I've had many. Um, we have. And that's, that is on uh, iTunes. Um, and and people listen to it as well, um, which is nice. Of course nice. they do. You're That's, funny. Yeah. It's a dream, isn't it? <laughs> it is a dream. I've had a lot of lovely people on it. So yeah, give that give that a go. Awesome sauce. Absolutely. That is it for now. If you've enjoyed yourself, please do hit subscribe. And if you want to email us any scenarios that we can put our guests in, please do that at airleadoors at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your embarrassing incidents and adventures and turn them into alternate realities for our guests. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks to our guest, the wonderful Catherine Mother. Thank you for having me. You were fun. Oh, it was fun. See, normally at this point we would do the bit about I'm going to go through this door, but you've already had it. So get on with your life. This podcast is brought to you by us. We did all the work. The voiceovers were by John Darvel. Well done here, eh? <laughs>